seems to be recording. It is, it is running on power, not batteries. Um, welcome. And uh, uh, who are you? I'm Haywood L. Bonner, a.k.a. Wood. <laughs> Short for Haywood, of course. Uh, what's the L stand for? Leon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's... I forgot to add that I'm the third, so. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Haywood Leon Bonner the third. I know that life, man. I know that life. Um, I'm also a third as well. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the team. Uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, how's your arm doing? Let's go with that. Uh, it's doing good. Much better. So I had a follow-up appointment yesterday. Doctor told me everything looks solid. So I'm crossing my fingers that, you know, hey, she would clear me to go to One Love Labor Day weekend. <laughs> But she was like, no, you still need a, need another four weeks. But um, So you can ride. You'll be able to ride. Wait, so you're saying you you don't think you'll be able to, to, to ride at all by then? I mean, I could ride, but going to One Love in Atlanta, I just know it's it's going to be some hitters out there. Yeah, yeah. And pushing, putting on I ha- I'm the type of person where, you know, I, wanna, I want to complete, I mean, compete. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So even if I was clear to go down there and ride, I still wouldn't go because I've been off the bike for what? Week, week and a half. So I want to be a hundred percent when I go down there. I'm a competitor. Like everything I do, I want to try to be the best or be in the conversations of being the best. Mm-hmm. Um uh, definitely sound of someone who rides a lot. It's like, yeah. I've been off the bike a week and a half. What? Yeah. I've lost all the fitness. It's killing me. Um, <laughs> um, either way, so um, how how did you get into cycling? What was your what's your your progression like? When did you get your first road bike? Let's go. With okay, that. so I know a lot of people got into cycling when right when the pandemic hit. So mm-hmm. ironically, I was looking into cycling right before the pandemic hit. Okay. You know, I okay. had no idea the pandemic was going to hit. So um, I got a cousin of mine that lives in Charlotte. He cycles. Uh, me and him were in conversations about cycling because, you know, I was an advocate runner. Okay. Uh, I used okay. to run. Okay. Ran, I ran a couple 10Ks. I ran okay. a half marathon. I mean, nice. I was an advocate runner. I was nice. pretty good at it. Okay. But, of course, when you get older... Mm-hmm. <laughs> your joints don't get better when you're trying to recover. Mm-hmm. So that recovering stage was just taking too long. And I just wasn't bouncing back how I okay. used to from a run. Okay. So I was like, I have to do something else because this is killing me. And so, I, so, so you were still, you were, you were still, so 2019, you were still running to some degree. You just weren't recovering from those runs like you used to be. Right, okay. right, okay. right. So I'll do a long run yeah. and then... When I first started, I'll do a long run, and then it'll take me like one day to recover. I'll mm-hmm. come back the next day. Mm-hmm. Let's let's run some more. Yeah. But it, it got to the point where it was taking me like two and three days, and I was hurting in places that I never hurt before. I'm like, is this supposed to be like this? Yeah. And then it just got to the point. I'm like, I got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the gym all the time too as okay. I was running, but I'm just not a gym person. Yeah. It just. It takes absolutely too long to work out because you go to the gym, <laughs> you o- you're always going to see somebody you know. You, mm-hmm. I always allot myself about an hour to work out, but you see these folks and you're having conversations, you know, just having small talk. 
and an hour turns into an hour and a half, two hours. You're just in the gym way too long. So I was like, I have to do something else. So, you know, talking to my cousin, um, yeah, he was like, yeah, get into cycling. I said, you know what, I'm going to do that. So I was not aggressively looking at bikes, but I was looking at bikes. Okay. And then the pandemic hit. Okay. So all the gyms shut down. And I was like, okay, now nah, I really got to yeah, get a bike. Do but it was just so hard to find a bike at the time. So I finally did find a bike. Um, okay. Guy was selling a, a Le Mans. Okay. Oh, it's way older bike. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah. early 90s. It's yeah. a super old bike. Yeah. So went out to Northern Virginia, bought the bike. Um, it was a nice bike, all carbon. Mm-hmm. Um, took took the bike out for the first time, riding with guys who had way newer bikes than me. Yeah. So I'm riding them, and I have the fitness level, and you know I'm keeping up with okay. these guys, yeah. but I am exhausted. I'm yeah. like giving it everything I got. And I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, I know I'm more in shape than this guy. Why am I working so hard? Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, what every cyclist do, they look at a lot of YouTube videos. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I just need a new bike. <laughs> Maybe I just need a new uh-huh. bike. Yeah. So no, I got that bike uh, spring of 2020. Okay. I bought another bike summer of 2020. <laughs> okay. That's when I bought the... Um, the Specialized uh, Venge Pro. Okay. So, super aero bike. Um, it was a size 56. I'm a true 54. I had no... I, I didn't know I was a 54. Mm-hmm. Got the 56. And, you know, I start riding with these same guys. And it's like effortless effortless to me at that point. Okay. You know, keeping up with these guys. Uh, the guys that I'm riding with, I'm, I'm dropping them, you know, when, when I'm pulling. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, yeah, this this is it. This is it. Um. So wait, did you have, did you have any kind of bike before the before the the Le When I was little, I had okay. like a mountain bike. <laughs> so so as an, as an, okay, so as an adult, you went from you, you were running, so you had some fitness. Right. You you get the Le but you had no adult riding experience no. at any point. Okay. I can't say I had any adult riding experience. Okay. Um. So you get this bike, and where you you're riding here, Richmond. Rich, yep. Okay. You bring you bring it here. You're riding around. Um, and, uh, how was that? Were you clipped in? Did it already have? Yes. Oh, you were clipped I in? Went all, I went all the way. Just clipped in. Okay. Everyone kept saying, you know, Hey man, you might want to, you know, do flat pedals for a little bit. No, I'm going all the way in. Okay. I want to be the best at this. I'm going all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to be riding on flat <laughs> straight to competitive. <laughs> I'm just going straight okay. to it. Um, so you, you, you get this bike, you're clipped in from the start, which if anyone's listening, I don't advise getting a bike and then clipping in first. But it worked. Um, uh, did that feel weird that first time clipping in? Is it like you just I got this I'm a ninja? <laughs> did it? Um, it felt awkward at first. Okay, because it, it was like my foot was like constrained to that pedal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Felt weird at first. Of course, you know I took a couple spills, but never spills while I was riding. It was just okay. You know okay. about to stop and you just right. deep in conversation right. and. Forget you clipped in and oops, right. you're on yeah. the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so this is a little mon and you're clipped in. Um, who are you riding with? Like, who? Do, how do you are? You're you had a relative who lived where? In who, Charlotte. He Charlotte. Lived in Charlotte, right? Okay. So like, did you just ride solo? Did you meet some people? Like, how no. did you, you you meet up with some people to ride with once you got this Lamont? So where I live at, um, 
a friend of mine introduced me to uh, this guy. His name is Ann. He was, she was like, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all seem like y'all into the same thing. Um, he's in the fitness. You seem like you're in the fitness, you know. He does photography. You do uh, photography. I'm going to introduce you guys. Mm -hmm. So and it's just so crazy. I used to see this guy in the gym all the time, yeah. but we never spoke to each other. But when she finally introduced us, we was like, dang, we see each other in the gym yeah, all the time. Right. And we never said anything. So he was an advocate rider and he had a bike. So okay. I started talking about cycling with him. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's schooling me on it. And then I finally get a bike. But, um... I guess maybe it's because he just met me. He didn't want to tell me, uh, hey, that's an old bike. You might want to get something else. Or, hey, you might have made a wrong decision. Yeah. See, I'm the type of type of guy. If I meet you and, yeah. you know, and I'm talking to you about cycling yeah. and you show me a bike, I'm going to tell you, no, that's not a good bike. So okay. I don't know if he was just not trying to be mean, but, you know. As we became more friends, you know, he said, as we come, became better friends, yeah. he finally said, yeah, man, you, you had that older bike. I, I was scared to say, I was like, come on, bro, you got to tell me stuff like this. <laughs> but yeah, I was riding with him and um, yeah, he's been riding for a while, but he kind of actually pushed me to get the bike because, you know, my cousin was out in Charlotte, mm -hmm. but he was here and, you know, we, we talked about cycling all the time. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a bike. I'm not going to do the kits and, you know, all of okay. that stuff that's... That's just not my style. I'm just going to get a nice bike. Mm -hmm. And look at me now. Okay. <laughs> get um, it up every time. So, so, yeah. So, when did you, when did you get your... So, you're clipped in. So, you're, you're, you're committed. Yep. Um, you're just like wearing like gym clothes when you're going to ride? Like, what are you, what are you wearing? Well, no. When you have the Le Mans. My buddy, he actually, he actually talked me into, you know, being kitted up, you know, mm -hmm. the... The benefits of it. So, yeah. you know, I took his word for it. So okay. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods, didn't know what I was getting. So <laughs> whatever they had in there, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting every color. <laughs> I, I wasn't even buying bibs at the time. I'm just buying the, the, shorts. the shorts with the pads in it. Um, so I'm riding with him. and Yeah, that's. I also went to Dick's Sporting Goods yeah. first and got a pair of their super basic whatever <laughs> pads or whatever. I forget the name of that brand. It's like LG. I can't remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you have some, you have some, some, some cycling shorts, right? Um, uh, I had to ask, did you get chamois cream as well? Are you, a, do you use chamois cream? I never used chamois cream. Really? Yeah. Wow. Never used it before. Okay. Ever. Okay. Uh, and there's been rides where I've been like, dang, this seat is like super uncomfortable, but, yeah. but I'll just ride through it. But okay. I just hear so many terrible stories about it. I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to use that. <laughs> you know, uh, bless your hind parts. If it, you don't have to, if you don't have to use it, that's that's great. And, right. and I'm amazed by people who don't have to. Right. You know, they, they don't find that they they need to use it because um, that's a whole experience of like using chamois cream the first time. Oh, yeah, I've um, heard horror stories about uh, that. So you you've gotten kitted up. You know, you're you're riding with the 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 coworker or no, I'm sorry, not coworker, the guy from the the gym, right? Yeah, um, yeah, okay. he he actually lived in the neighborhood. But okay, we went okay. to the same gym. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so how's it go from you know you're you're riding and and how is he picking picking up the pace and, and riding fast or like where where does it go from there? Well, we were basically just riding at each other's pace. So okay. I don't be honest. I don't know at the time if he was faster than me. Just okay. you know, we were just trying to stay together. Okay, but sure. I mean, we were basically riding at the same pace all the time. So, okay. you know, he'll pull 
you know, I'll fall back, he'll pull. Okay. I mean, just, just me and him. And then, you know, sometimes we'll have other folks ride with us, but we're basically all riding at the same pace. We're not dropping anybody. Okay. Okay. But I didn't start riding faster until, uh, let me back it up. So I joined the organization called UCG. So Urban mm-hmm. Cycling Group to be exact. Yep. So they have a lot of members. So they mm-hmm. ride, um, they were just mainly riding socially. Mm-hmm. So a member f- of that group, Tamara, everyone knows Tamara. Yeah, yeah. So I seen her riding with a with this particular group, and they were riding fast. And you know, I see this on social media. I'm like, yo, I want to ride like that. Yeah. I'm riding fast now, but she just seemed like she's riding faster. Mm-hmm. I need that. Yeah. So I DM her, reach out to her. I'm like, hey, if you don't mind, can I ride with you guys? Because I want to <laughs> ride like that. I want to ride like that. Yeah. So I never forget. So that that same year, um, I remember it was kind of cold. She said, you know what? Come out to West Creek. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where the heck is West Creek? And yeah. I said, like, okay, I know where it is. Looked it up on Apple Maps. Mm-hmm. So I come out there, and this is the first time I meet uh, Andre and Jeff. Mm-hmm. They're both out there. I see them. They sizing me up, too. They're yeah. like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> so, um, you know, I mean, you know how work, West Creek works. Mm-hmm. It's basically, what is it, a five-mile loop? or is it's, it? Yeah, it's five or six-mile yeah, loop. Five, loop. Yeah, five yeah. or six-mile loop. So, yeah, we're riding. You know, mm-hmm. I'm. You know, they're showing me how to correctly ride into the pace in the pace line while we're riding. You know, the coaching me or whatever. Um, slower group end up. You know, we end up breaking up into two groups. Slower group went their way, and faster group uh, went this way. And I actually stayed with the faster group. So nice. okay. when the ride was over, I was like, "Oh man, I love this. I gotta do this again." So you know, me and Drake talked or whatever. He was like, um, yeah, man, I, I'm going to text you. I'll text you or whatnot. Anytime we have rides, I was like, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. This, yeah. this is what I want. This yeah. is what I want. Okay. So um, ever since then, I mean, me and Wolfpack Alpha have been rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have taught me a lot. Um, a lot. It seems like West Creek is the place. Yes. Everybody's got their story of coming out to, to West Creek. Yes. And, and the, the infamous <laughs> West Creek. God, that is my first ride. Was that my first ride with the Wolfpack? I think it also might have been my first time riding with the Wolfpack. It was also at West Creek. Yeah. Um, where I got dropped. Um, <laughs> that. Um, so you're, you're, you're riding, and are you thinking about, are you just like, I, will, I just want to ride fast. I want to be able to keep up with the, with the fast. Are you, you setting other, other goals with your, with your cycling, or, just, or is it just like, I just want to be able to ride fast with, with everybody who's out there? And, and you know the crazy thing about it, like, I've never rode with, you know, prior to riding with them, mm-hmm. I've never rode with anybody that was fast. Okay. Yeah, so, really yeah, again, fast. you know, I was riding with, you know, my buddy that lived in the neighborhood, you know, he was pretty fast. Yeah. You know, we rode together all the time at the same pace. Right. And then, of course, you know, Urban Cycling Group, you know, I love them to death, but... It's more casual ride. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a casual ride, sure. which which I'm trying to get them to ride faster. So, mm-hmm. we're working on that, but... Um, yeah, I've never actually rode with anybody fast like that until I met, you know, Wolfpack Alpha. Mm-hmm. So once I met them, they just opened my eyes up to like a different part of cycling. Yeah. Okay. Just a different part of cycling. Um, now, do you start doing um, 
when you start doing like longer rides, because because I know you've done some some longer rides. You weren't just doing West Creek, which is you know like thirty miles, you know something like that with enough laps. So you start progressing to doing longer rides. Like how how does that go? Kind of thing. Um. So so the so the way so Wolfpack they do a ride every Saturday. It's at least a metric every Saturday. Okay. And the crazy thing about it is, since I've been riding, I've never done a century before. What? Never done a century. I'm ending the show. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. I keep going. I was um. supposed to do a century <laughs> last year uh, at Seagull. Signed up and everything. Yeah. Booked a room to go down there, but had a death in the family. And I'm like, you know what? I, I recall. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know what? There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. So uh, I ended up giving my registration to a friend of mine's. He mm-hmm. did it. But I was like, dang, that was my only time to do a century. Right. I um, know I could do one. I mean, I do metrics. If you could do a metric, you could definitely do a century. How, what, what is the farthest you've ridden the bike so far? It's about, is, I mean, is the metric the, the distance? I think, I think you were on that ride. Um, the Midnight. Oh, the, right. The Midnight Brewery. That's, yeah. Um, that it was a detour, was, and it pushed it out to like seventy plus miles. Right. It was um, normally it's like sixty two right. or sixty three, and then this that year they they had it longer, so it was like seventy something right, miles. Right. 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 Um, for that. Um, okay. Yeah. If you if you can do that one, there's definitely a century you can do. If you can do the the, the tournament, not that you have to do a century. Right. But just com- comparatively, I have to do one though. I mean, it's, it's Capital shameful. Trail. Capital it's shameful trail. when I tell people that. <laughs> You know, um, you wouldn't be the only rider who rides often that that hasn't done a century. Like I've definitely met other people who's like it's just not in their interest in riding super super far. Right. Like they, they like to ride a lot. They like to ride fast, but riding long distance is not. You know, not saying it's not yours, but just it's it, yeah. I don't like to do both. I like to ride fast, but I mean, for you to do a century and riding fast, that'll be tough. I mean, I guess you can. It depends on how fast you ride. Yeah, you, I mean, you can, you can, you can do it. It's just, yeah, it's just pacing, riding with the right people, people to drive off of. What's your terrain? Right. You know, because it's different from Capitol Trail as opposed to, you know, uh, Mountains of Misery or one of these other big mountain, you know, mountain <laughs> events or something like that. That's another um, one I need to do too. I need a they a couple a couple folks, well, friends of mine, they they ride the mountains all the time. I just when I just see that elevation on Strava, I just get so scared. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> there's no way I could do it. Um, if to, to, so there's, there are like big hilly rides. Um, I do recommend, um, Stormy Thunder Ridge. Um, okay. It's in Lynchburg. The big feature is, so it's in Lynchburg. So it's hilly the whole time. Like it's kind of no flat areas, but there's a, a large mountain, which is not really called Thunder Ridge. You understand? Um, but it's a large mountain, 3,500 feet of climbing or something like that. It's like a 13 mile climb. Okay. Um, there's a rest stop about six miles in and you keep going up and then you come down the mountain seven mile. Oh, I'm sorry. Like a 12 mile descent or 14. Oh, mile wow. descent. Um, not straight, but like you come down the blue Ridge and then you go down to descend another area. But, um, there's so many people there. Um, it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit safer because it's, you know, you're doing an official event. Um, and it's not like you have a second mountain to go up. It's like you got the one mountain and then you can do the rest of Lynchburg or whatever the route is okay. like at your own pace. This is all on the road, right? It's all, road. Like, it's okay. all road. Okay. It's all road. It's all road. Great rest stops. You know, the lady who um, runs the event, Paula, Paula Dog, she interviewed her on the show. Um, anyway, Stormy Thunder Ridge, it's in May. Usually the second week of May. Okay. Second weekend of May or something like that. So um, that a out. large contingent of uh, folks from Richmond normally go and do the event. Okay. So just saying. Might check that out. Um, 
either way, uh, century rides, you know, a thing to do at some point in time. Right. Right. Um, uh, I will ask you a detail when you got your kit, you got some, some cycling kit, right? Um, you said you got the Dick Sporting Goods <laughs> shorts. When did you get a jersey? Did you, you, did you, did you, did you, when you put the jersey on, did you like, oh, like this, this actually does make sense kind of thing? When I put the jerseys on from, from Dick Sporting Goods, I'm like, yeah, that's. Oh, you got the I jersey from, oh, you got yeah, the whole set. Yeah, I got set the whole from... set. I got the jersey. <laughs> I got the, the shorts. I got like my socks off Amazon, helmet off Amazon. I didn't know what I was doing, but. It still didn't feel right. It still didn't feel right. But I mean, I'm just riding. I'm like, I'm out yeah. here on the bike, so I'm riding. So, when did I buy my first? I even bought That's a few good. jerseys off Amazon too. Yeah. After that, um, I think I bought my first. Oh, I know when I bought my first kit. So, everyone was talking about Rafa. Like Rafa is like, <laughs> yeah. like the Versace of cycling yeah. gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which. I mean, it's okay, but I mean, there's other stuff that's better, mm-hmm. but that's what everyone was telling mm-hmm. me. So I was in Georgetown. So this is when they used to have the Rafa store in Georgetown since then it's Ooh. shut, it's okay. shut down. Right. Okay. So I went in there and the customer service was just amazing. Okay. Just amazing. And I just felt obligated to buy something, <laughs> even though I didn't want to spend that much money. <laughs> I just felt obligated to buy something. But, um, I went in there, you know, I, I told, you know, they ask you questions like, you know, what type of bike you ride? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you ride? How far do you use you ride? Do you ride fast? Do you ride slow? So they get a whole assessment on how you ride. And then they were like, you know what? Go in the dressing room. I'm going to bring you a few pieces. So they bring me some pieces. I tried it on and it, it just felt amazing yeah. compared to my my Amazon, Amazon specials kit, yeah. and my, my Dick, <laughs> uh, Dick Sporting Good stuff from Dick Sporting Good. It just felt totally different. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't really want to spend this type of money. But <laughs> the guy was so nice, and yeah. the customer service was amazing. Mm-hmm. Why not? So I buy it, and then I ride in it for the first time, and that's the reason why I don't use the chamois crane. Because when you, when you, when bibs, you pay for what you get. So mm-hmm. if you got mm-hmm. a decent pair of bibs, mm-hmm. you're comfortable in that saddle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ever since I've been buying Rafa bibs and I just, I'm just comfortable on the saddle and it's, it's, it's I mean, worse. I just feel comfortable on the bike when I'm wearing that stuff. Okay. But I've actually, you know, explored all, you know, explored other brands and, you know, they're just as good too. Like I wear a lot of specialized stuff. Okay. Their stuff is good. Um, Oakley. They okay. have good stuff. I know Oakley had uh, clothing. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I did not know about the Rafa, uh, Rafa at a store. Um, right. But also, I think I'd also be inclined to actually get some. If someone was, if I knew it was a store selling just cycling stuff, cycling clothing, um, I think I would also be inclined. But that's awesome that you had a good customer service experience. Right. right. And, you, and you know what's so funny? I went with a buddy of mine. Right? Uh, he lives in Northern Virginia. So me and him went to the Rafa store together. So I'm trying to get him into cycling too. But at the time when I went in there, and then I checked out. And he was like, "You pay what for that?" <laughs> he was yeah. like, "Oh no, I, I, if you pay that much for an outfit just to ride a bike, that's not for me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you say that now, but once you get into the sport, you'll right. understand." Yeah, because it's not as it. Well, I mean, some of us yeah, clearly buy multiple kits, but right. I mean, it's definitely a thing where you can just get like two or three kits, which still can be a lot of money, and like just wear those again and again. You just kind of wash them. Um, 
But yeah, okay. Uh, that's the first I've heard somebody who's like giving up on cycling because of the price. Of right. Kit, you know? <laughs> and, and you know what's the funny thing about it? That same guy, right? So that day I got into my wreck. So mm-hmm. this is what, two weekends ago we were in D.C. So I let him ride my old bike, the Specialized Binge. Okay. So he's riding that bike. And I told him, I was like, you know what? You could keep it, you know, ride it for a little bit, you know, yeah. see see what type of bike, you, you know, just get acclimated with it. Sure. So when he seen me wreck, mm-hmm. he was like, you know what, bro? I'm going to give you this bike back because <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's part of the game. I mean, everyone wrecks on the bike. It's part of the game. It does happen. Yeah. You know, we, we hope it's, you know, a minor one. But um, so wait, Specialized Venge. What was the next bike? So summer 2020, you got the Specialized Venge. What was what was the next bike? Okay, so the next bike was I got a Tarmac SL7. Okay. So I kept telling the wife that you know, hey, I'm gonna get a bike one day. I want to get a brand new sp- a brand new bike with with everything I want on. Okay. She was like, uh, no, you're not getting a bike. But even if you do get a bike, you're gonna sell that old one you have. I'm like. I'm going to be honest with you. If I do get a new bike, I'm not going to sell my whole one. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. So um, I never forget. So this was like last year, like right when the season ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to Carytown Bi- Bicycle Company all the time at Short Pump yeah. just to go in there to see what they got. So I met a guy in there named Brandon. Um, mm-hmm. I think he has a different role in there now, but okay. you know, me and him used to talk about bikes all the time and he told me about rides and then I told him eventually I want to buy a new bike. He's like, cool. I, I got you. Um, I was like, when are you going to have one? And he's like, Ugh. this is probably <laughs> like around September, or October. We were talking. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we probably won't get your size until about April or May. Mm. I'm like, cool. You know what? Uh, let's go ahead and get this ball rolling. And yeah. then when April may come around, mm-hmm. that's more than enough time to make up something and tell the wife. <laughs> <laughs> have a good so, story about it. Yeah. I'll never forget, uh, we're in Virginia beach for a, a event and, you know, Brandy shoots me a text and this is probably like a month after we talked. And then he mm-hmm. was like, uh, Hey bro, I got a bike for you. I was like this early. He was like, yeah. I was like, Oh crap. What the hell? I'm gonna tell the wife. <laughs> <laughs> So we sat down, we had lunch that day. I'm like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, been talking to my guy, Brandon. He said he could get me a bike. He got me the bike and we're here. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so it's a 20, I think it's a 2020 uh, Expert Specialized Tarmac SL7. So I got a lot of, lot of upgrades on it. Um, I upgraded the handlebars. Okay. Um, I think it came with the DI twos. I okay. think I got a up. I upgraded the wheels to carbon fifties. Okay. Um, upgraded the saddle, seat posts. I just went all out on it. I'm okay. Like, you know, if I'm gonna spend this kind of money, just okay. go all out. So be your forever bike. Yeah. So okay. I think I got the bike beginning of no- November, and there was no way I was waiting until the next season to ride it. And I'm the type of guy I ride all season. Okay. If okay. it's if it's not okay. below forty, yeah, then I'm riding. I'm okay. out there. I'm out there. So you got this thing in November. Yeah. Okay. So wait, where's the Le Mans bike? It's on my trainer. Oh, okay. So Le Mans, all the bikes are still at home. Yeah, they're still still at home. So I actually have the Le Mans bike on the trainer. I have my specialized Venge, the bike I bought after the Le Mans, hanging up in the ceiling. You know, I'll break it out every once in a Mm -hmm. while. But again, it's a size 56. The Mm -hmm. bike I have now is a 54. 
So ever since I started riding this 54 and then I jumped back on the 56, it's, it's just not a comfortable frame for me. So okay. I'll just ride it every once in a while. Okay. If I have a buddy who wants to ride, then he'll ride that bike. Okay. And then um, I got a single speed, which okay. um, mm -hmm. I just ride, you know, to the grocery store. Anytime I'm with UCG and I'm, you know, doing a social UCG. ride. And that was the bike I actually wrecked on was oh, that really? single speed. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean... I don't want to say I'm glad that you, you wrecked, right? Uh, but as opposed to one of the more expensive bikes, right, kind of thing. Um, what's the condition of the single speed? Is um, it, it... It's a steel frame. So, I mean, I just need to replace some spokes on it and replace the seat. Okay. Oh, but okay. The, believe it or not, that single speed is so much fun to ride because yeah. it's like you have one speed mm -hmm. and I'm actually clipped in on that single speed and you're just riding. I okay. mean, there's you're just sitting back and riding. You don't have to worry about switching gears or, right, yeah. you know, it's none of that. You're just riding. And yeah. it, for some reason, that bike is so much fun to ride. Yeah. So the way that wreck happened was, so I'm riding, we're riding the bike through the city and the ride's almost finished, right? So there was some roadies out there. They had like their official road bikes out yeah. there. So the ride's about to end. I think the group made a turn to go to like a another tourist spot, but the roadies, they kept on going to like the end point. Mm -hmm. which was the starting point. Okay. So they jumped out in front of the group and they're getting it. So I'm in my head. I'm like, hmm, let me see how strong I am. Yeah. So instead of going with the rest of the group, I went out with the roadies. Yeah. So I'm holding it down. I'm holding my own. Yeah. I'm pulling. We're doing like 25. You know, I, I'm just sitting in, you know, I'm just sitting in the draft and I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to jump out and pull. So I jump out and pull yeah. and I'm out there and I'm yeah. looking back and it's gapped a little bit. Okay. But... I go over this overpass and then, you know, a shade on the ground. Mm -hmm. it's, it's shade. So it's this huge pothole. Okay. So I did not see the pothole until the last minute. Hit the pothole and it just threw me off the bike. Head hit the ground first. Yeah? Yeah. Helmet got mangled. And <laughs> there's three things came through my mind after I wrecked. <laughs> One, I was like, I'm so glad this wasn't my road bike. <laughs> <laughs> Two, mm -hmm. I was like, uh, I don't feel like I'm messed up bad, mm -hmm. but I think I might need to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then three, I look down at my body, I see all the cuts. I'm like, damn, I'm pretty messed up. I need to go to the hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what were, what were the injuries? So I fractured my wrist in two places. Mm -hmm. I cut my right knee up pretty bad okay. and just road rash just all over my body on yeah. my left side. What kit were you in? I was in my specialized bib, and I had on my uh, UCG uh, t-shirt for that event. So okay. at the time, they were doing the Heart of the City event. Okay. So that was their first year doing that. So I had the Heart of the City t-shirt on, okay. and I had my specialized bibs. So okay. luckily, my specialized bibs didn't get ruined, okay. but I had my white specialized shoes on, blood uh -huh. all over them. Yeah? Oh. <laughs> blood all over them. Um, and those shoes were so expensive, and they were my favorite cycling shoes. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to get them clean. I'm gonna see if I can get them clean. You know, um, I I would not get white shoes, as, as you know. But I understand that people 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 do. I was but the that's the same way, bro. I was the same way. You know, like I used to. I used to only buy black shoes, black mm -hmm. helmets. But as I got into it more, then you know, I start. You know, watching these uh, pro guys on, you know, mm -hmm. YouTube and on social media. Mm -hmm. I mean, that look just looks so clean when you it have does. the white helmet, 
white shoes, dark kit on. It just looks so clean. It does. It, it does. It's you know? hard to keep clean. Too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had white handlebar tape once. Uh, it was not a good idea. I think I had like two rides of it being like white-ish. And then like after that, it just became gray. Right. Um, so avoid white handlebar tape. So you, um, so two weeks, um, two weeks ago, correct? Yeah, this was about okay. two weeks ago. Um, uh, Recovery is going well? Yeah, going real well. So I got on the trainer for the first time, I think last weekend. Okay. So that went well. So okay. um, what was holding me back was my knee was cut up so bad. So I couldn't really, my knee wasn't uh, really mobile while okay. I was trying to heal. Okay. So when it got to the point where it healed up well, I was like, you know what? I could get on the trainer stay in bike shape, I really don't need both hands to be on the trainer. Nope, no you don't, yep. And then a couple days ago, I get on the trainer and my dang trainer clunked out. Really? (laughs) Yes, clunked Uh, out. And I said that's karma because I'm in like a, I'm in a a group text with, you know, a couple folks from UCG that's going to, um, going to One Love Labor Day weekend. So Mm -hmm. I'm still in the chat and, you know, I'm just in there being a hater. I'm like, (laughs) I'm saying stuff like, yeah, I hope uh, you open your ride snacks and they fall on the ground. <laughs> I hope you go to the One Love fish, fish Fry and they run out of hot sauce. <laughs> Just being a hater because I can't go. But And I was like, well, that's the karma. My, my, my trainer broke because I'm being a cycling hater. Um, what trainer do you have? I have the Tax Smart Trainer. Okay. Uh, the Garmin one. But the good thing about it, um, I bought that trainer about almost two years ago. Okay. So it was way... Out of, uh, out of warranty, warranty oh, time it, frame. It's in the warranty? No, it was, it was out of the warranty. Yeah, okay. out of the warranty time frame. I think they only covered it for 90 days. Oh, wow. And I okay. bought it from REI. They give you up to a year, but it was well over a year. So I was like, you know what? That's worth a shot. Let me call Garmin. So I called Garmin. They, they gave me a few troubleshooting things. I tried that. didn't work. They said, send us a picture. I sent the picture. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know what? We'll send you a new one. I was like, cool, I got it today. I just got to put it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nice. I'm back in the game. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is for anybody listening, if you have an issue with your trainer, like call the manufacturer. Yeah. It's, a, it's a chance that you will have a similar situation. They'll say, like, we'll help you out. Or they'll give you a discount on a new one. Like, I do advise that. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it worked out. So you brought up the trainer. When did you get the trainer? When did you? Uh, January 2021. January 2021. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, what's the thought with getting a trainer? We just like, I need to, need to, what, what was the thought here when you, when you decided to get a trainer? Um, that's drinking deeply of the sauce at that point, man. Just a ride on the days that I couldn't ride because I'm the type, I do not ride in rain. Mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot do it. That's, that's just yeah. one thing I cannot do. If there's rain in the forecast, and you hit me up and say we're going for a ride and it's even if it's a 20 percent chance i'm like yo count me out i'm not going Mm -hmm. but um like i mentioned earlier i ride all year but i only get on the trainer because i literally hate the trainer i hate riding the trainer (laughs) i only do it because i have to but i only get on there if it's say for example it's been raining for like four days straight okay yeah i i I gotta do something so okay get on the trainer but I despise riding the train. I just do not like it. Um, I do not like it. Uh, cause, because I know you, you have Zwift? Yeah. Okay. 
when you got the trainer, did you immediately sign up for Zwift or did that eventually happen that you, you, you signed up for Zwift? No, I immediately signed up. Okay. And I feel so bad because you invite me all the time to those rides. <laughs> but I was honest with you. I told yeah. you, like, bro, I hate the trainer. <laughs> so um, I cannot commit to these rides because I hate this so bad, but I have to do it sometimes. So, so um, uh, for anyone who maybe, I'll explain this thing again, right? Um, so uh, Tuesday, Thursdays, um, I still uh, host these uh, meetup rides, these yeah. rides on Zwift. People can have their avatars ride together. Right. Um, but I also use Discord. Yep. While we're doing the thing. Um, and I will say there's a number of people who are also in that same camp of like they just hated riding on the trainer. But uh, being able to talk with people right. while it was going on made that bearable. Um, and I know of a number of people who actually went from having an old classic trainer and they were doing a thing to actually getting like full on like really nice smart trainers. Right. You know, between 2020 and 2021. Okay. Um, and still ride Zwift to some degree. So, yeah, I understand it sucks. Yeah. It can't suck, right? Um, Real bad for me. You know. Um, I'm going to get on there one day. One day, I'm going to get on there with you. We, I owe it to you because I told you, I would, when I first met you, you yeah. told me about it. I said, you know what? Sign me up. I, I'll get on there. And I still haven't done it, but I'm going to get on there one it's, day. It's all right. The, the, the things will be going. And, and as of right now, because it's now in the summer months, uh, it's currently August 24th. Yeah. Um, almost no one's attending the rides right now from, from probably like, april until now like no one's attending them right. I, I host them anyway because every so often it rains and, and, and a few right. people do them but the idea is that come maybe october when it's too dark or too uncomfortable in the weather more people will start showing okay. up and doing those doing those rides so you're so you're faithfully on the trainer tuesdays and thursdays no oh, no i know no um no i i create the meetup and as the meetup leader thankfully <laughs> okay i'll tell you a story so in 2020 when i started them um I attended all of the meetups from April until maybe late August. Okay. So every Tuesday, Thursday, I was on the trainer um, and sometimes on the weekend as well. So like three, four rides on Zwift. So I attended all of them until I learned that, oh, I can create the meetup, but I don't have to attend it. Some friends uh, let me okay. test it out. So like now I just create them, people show up and they and they do the rides that okay. they so choose. So no, I am not on Zwift okay. every I, there was a time I was 2020, 2,500, 2,600 miles on Zwift. Like I was on it all the time. Uh, but I enjoyed Zwift. I enjoyed riding on trainer. Yeah. Um, but you said strong. you enjoy it. I enjoy it. Oh, I don't see I enjoy how you it. do it. I hate it. I'm like, how, I'm like, okay, 20 miles where I'm at? Oh my God, when is this over? <laughs> I mean, so, so yes, if, so is it, is it as, is it, is, is it as comfortable as riding outdoors? No, it is not, you know? Because you're you're stationary on a right. stationary thing, um, so yes, the the uncomfortable stuff happens quicker from being on the on the trainer. Um, but I get in I get into the Zwift, so I start seeing yeah. I'm going up a mountain, or there's somebody passing me by, like I'm gonna speed up and go. So I start getting into that. Right. Um, and like now the hurdle to get on Zwift is still the same. Like I, I definitely like oh, man, I want to get on the trainer. Right. But once I'm on there, then I I get fairly immersed in in riding around on Zwift right. and seeing the sights and. And, and riding with people and challenge myself, right. that kind of thing. So that's that's definitely a much challenging ride than riding outside because with mm -hmm. the trainer you're pedaling all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, there's no stopping. Yeah, if you're stopping, they're they're yeah, gonna yeah. tell you, hey buddy, pick it up. Yeah. Versus you know if you're outside, you know stop pedaling for a little bit. You know you're descending, stop pedaling. 
take a break. So when you're on it, you're doing workouts. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah, not. You're not just. No. You don't just get on and just ride. No, I just I get on there to train. Like <laughs> I get invited to, um, you know, group rides all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's rare that I get on the ride because, again, I just hate it so bad. Um. So this is so clearly you should use Zwift as much as you want to. Um, uh, I recommend trying the pace partners. Pace partners. Right. Um, and they're these bots that ride at a certain speed, kind okay. of over whatever. They pick a course and then they ride at a certain kind of really certain wattage okay. over that course because their speed will fluctuate if <clears throat> going up and downhill. But um, a few of them have a couple hundred people riding with them the whole time. Um, and so it's, a, it's an easy way to kind of get in a steady ride with, with like, okay, I know what pace I need to maintain because a pace bot is riding at 2.5 watts per kilogram the whole time kind of thing. Um, Or, you know, but at least it also guarantees you get a group ride no matter what. You just join the pace partner. It's anywhere from five to 500 people riding with the pace partner. Just they signed up and randomly rode Hmm. with the pace partner all the time. Not quite 24-7. It's like 22. Like, I think they take a two hours off or something. Okay. Um, But it's just a bot. It just rolls. I'm going to have to try The whole time. Um, I'm going to try in the meetups, you can also do a workout. So if you join someone else's meetup and they're doing a group ride, as soon as the meetup starts, you can then go into your workout and you'll do your workout while everyone else is doing the ride. Okay. Right. Hmm. So hmm. just saying in case someone's like, oh, you want to join our ride? We're going to have the, the group feature on kind of thing. You can still do your workout and still be with your friends. Right. Kind of thing. So um, other options. Yeah. Listeners, I mean, don't. <laughs> Don't take my word for it. The trainer, it's 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 a great benefit. I mean, I'm not gonna even lie. From Zwift and the trainer, I learned about cadence. Mm-hmm. I learned about wattage. Mm-hmm. That's how I end up getting a power meter on my bike. Okay. I mean, this the trainer taught me a lot, so it definitely has its benefits. I just don't like doing it. I mean, to each his own. <laughs> Listeners out there, don't don't take my word for it. But the trainer is a good thing. Um, you're and, and that's a good thing you mentioned there because not that we're going to get into the facts and stuff, but um, because it's super controlled, doing a workout is real easy, right? Yeah, there's no wind, exactly. there's no change in the road, exactly. Um, and then you can see your cadence right there on the screen, yep, you know, um, and a little bit easier to say, like, well, I'm, I'm doing too hard, I'm going too hard, kind of thing. Um, what power meters did you get? I got the, the Garmin, oh, you got I don't know the official name for it, but I got the dual Garmin pedals. The um, only reason why I got sold on that is, um, of course, I'm going to Carytown Bicycle Company talking to them. I'm like, you know, what's the difference between the crank parameter and the pedals? So they made a good point that, you know, if you buy the pedals, you you know, you can switch them out versus the crank. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I did that because when I had my old Venge, I bought the power pedals then or the power meter then or power pedals, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Mm-hmm. Threw it on that bike. And then when I bought my new bike, I just took them off of that bike and put, and put it on the new bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I also had the the pedals. It's, and that same logic, I um, was moving around on bikes. And so, like, yeah, um, go with pedals for power meters if yeah. you can. Um, uh, you were running beforehand. Right. Um, uh, do you still run? No. <laughs> okay. Running run is done. It's pretty sad. I Like, ever since the pandemic... I haven't. I ran with the wife like one or two times. I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't go to the gym. I don't run. And then you know when I have this conversation with people, they're looking at me like, 
So all you, so all you do is ride the bike. I was like, yeah. It was like, well, you look pretty active. So you just ride the bike. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's all I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Four thousand calories later, like yeah, like I just ride, I just ride the <laughs> just bike. Just ride that's the bike. Enough. That's all I do. Um, <laughs> um, do you feel that? Do you feel like? Do you feel any kind of way about not going? You were regular at the gym. You were a regular runner. Do you feel there's a hole there? Or you feel like the cycling is filling all that? Nah, you know it's filling about? all of that. I okay. mean, recovery is much better. Okay. Less impact on the joints. Okay. Um, you're still having that. Uh, what's the word? I mean, versus having that conversation in the gym and, you know, you're basically stopping. You're, mm-hmm. you're not working mm-hmm. out and you're having a conversation versus when you're on the bike, you know, you could still ride and have the conversation. It's kind yeah. of hard to work out and, you know, talk to somebody at the same time. Right. You're trying you're to ways, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that aspect is still there. Um, great networking. Like, mm-hmm. um, I noticed that a lot of people who cycle and you know they you know they're older people they're more mature you know they Mm -hmm. have stuff going with their life so going on with their life so it's networking is much better Mm -hmm. um it's a lot man it's a lot to it i just (laughs) yeah i love it i i mean it's a forever sport like i Mm -hmm. I see guys i mean there's guys in wolfpack like they're in their 50s and 60s and they're in amazing shape yeah Mm -hmm. amazing shape yeah, the guys that I see in the gym that I used to see in the gym that was that age, you know, they're, you know, they're stiff and you know they're barely walking around. How they're, <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> some ain't right with them. Ber- yeah. Versus the guy who's the guys that are cycling, they're in great shape, you know, yeah. living life. Cycling is great. Yeah, you can do it and do it into to very old age. Um, uh, uh, why do you keep riding? Why do you keep doing it why do you keep doing all the riding that you're doing i'm just, i'm just obsessed with it to be honest <laughs> obsessed with it i mean mm-hmm. i really enjoy it i mean okay like I, i'm i'm big into like i well i kind of i kind of am still a sneaker head but like mm-hmm. i'm big into like sneakers and fashion it, it's got to the point where i've got so obsessed that you know i don't even really look at that stuff no more i'm looking okay. at the the newest cycling technology, mm-hmm. uh, computers, new cycling shoes. What's the hottest bibs out or jerseys? Like I'm, I'm like obsessed. So, okay. And the wife told me when I first got into it, she's like, "Yeah, just like everything else, you're gonna do it for about six months, and then it's gonna come back." <laughs> dust. And she was wrong. <laughs> um, and and I, 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 I believe like the the social circle has probably helped with with keeping that because yes. it's not just you doing a vigorous activity. It's like you doing this thing with, with your friends, you know? Yeah, of you course. You know, getting to hang out. Of course. Um, uh, what do you take with you on your rides? Outside of just the bike and helmet and shoes. Like, um, like what, do you, what, do you, what do you take with you? Um, so, in my saddlebag, I always have an extra inner tube, mm-hmm. uh, the CO2 inflator, mm-hmm. uh, tire levers, um, I got a the little multi tool thing. No, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that. Um, and then as far as my jersey, I'll usually have my phone. Sometimes I'll have my GoPro because a lot of times I'll just mount it on you know the back of my seat or 
Ahmed mounted on a fellow cyclist seat. Okay. And, you know, I'll just have snacks, either like the waffles, the mm-hmm. goo bars. Um, I got to the point now where I, I make my own um, cycling snacks. I'll make okay. like these bars. Yeah. I mean, okay. At least with that, you know what's in it. So, I mean, okay. they work pretty well. It's just kind of difficult while you're riding and taking it out of the Ziploc bag and then <laughs> trying to oh, eat yeah, it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. Um, I might get that recipe um, or whatever you're, 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 whatever you're making it. Um, the CO2 inflator, have you had to use that yet? Use it one time, one okay. time. Um, riding by myself around the neighborhood, I'll never forget, um, caught a flat. I didn't know what it was. I'm riding and I just hear something go, Psh! I'm like, yeah. what is that? And I just yeah. keep riding. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> something isn't right. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I didn't caught a flat. So yeah. I'm out there um, changing, uh, putting a new inner tube on there and this guy pulls up on it. He was like, hey, man, um, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He was like, you caught a flat. And I was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, um, he's like, um, I could go home and, you know, get my pump or, you know, you want me to take you to your house? I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. He's like, well, how are you going to put air in the tire? I was like, I have a CO2 cartridge. He's like, oh, that's fancy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this has been out for years, but okay. He was like, yeah, take care. I was like, yeah, I, I appreciate it, but I'm good. <laughs> Um, that's the only time I ever caught a flat before, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I, just one time. A wow. lot of my friends, they catch flats all the time for some reason, but I've only caught a flat one, time, one time on a ride. Okay. Yeah, and I was by myself. CO2 inflator worked first time? Yep. Worked perfectly. Worked perfectly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I always feel like I'm meant to... <laughs> all the things going to... I either feel like I'm going to do something with the CO2 inflator, and it's going to shoot off the, the, <laughs> the, the things, you know? Um, or... Which I have done is that it doesn't create a good seal when you put it on the um, uh, the nozzle, and right? It, and yeah. then like the air shoots out, but it doesn't shoot into the tire right. kind of thing. Um, and I've had that that happen, uh, but that's the that's the fear. It's like I'm gonna put it on and it's not gonna inflate the tire because right. I'm not having it. But anyway, I'm glad that worked. Thought yeah. I wanted to ask if you actually had to use that. Um, uh, do you you have a bike computer? You got a bike computer? Yes, yeah, of course. Okay. Um, you got the fancy one. Then you just get the fancy one. I got the, the I got the the super fancy one. Yeah, yes, the solar yeah. power one, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I want that. <laughs> it's nice. It's it's real nice. I so mean, you don't have to charge it at all. You still need to charge it. Like anything that's solar charged, it's like supplemental charging. Okay. It's not like it's not enough that like it's really gonna fully charge the thing at any point in time. Now, do I need to charge it as often? No, I don't because like I can go on a ride and it will charge up and actually will let you know how much um, ride time you generated. So like it does a calculation to say, you know, you rode for three hours in the sun and you generated like 25 minutes of extra battery life. Okay. Right, I think. And it tells you that at the end, you don't know when you're riding, but right. you can tell at the end of the ride, it tells you how much you kind of generated. And, um, um, as it should, if you do three hours early in the morning from like six to nine, uh-huh. you generate less than if you did a three hour ride from like 12 to three, gotcha. right? Mid, midday sun's beaming straight down on you kind of thing. Right. You know, you'll see like, oh, I generated more power during the midday ride where I had okay. the sun beaming I down. Despite the temperature being the same or different, it's just the, you know, how much sun is the thing actually getting? So is that considered still? Is that is that the ten thirty model? It's just solar powered, or is it? Like no, better? it's a it's a um, 
it's uh, the the uh, for anyone listening, it's the Garmin 1040 Solar. Um, the difference between the 1040, right? Gotcha. The 1040, there's a 1040 and the 1040 Solar. The 1040 um, uh, has um, all the new stuff. Like it has, I'm gonna say a new processor because I don't know the right. Yeah, but it's got like a question. new, it's got like a new um, kind of operating system in there, so the menus look different. Right. Um, it calculates routes faster. So if you ever like hit the you know, start ride button uh-huh. and it calculate like it does that like within like two seconds kind of thing. Um, the menu's different. Um, a couple other features, but it's just, it's faster. So like doing everything, it's just a bit, bit So faster. it's a major difference in the, you, you used to have the 1030 plus. That's I, what I have now. I did 1030 and then, and then the, the 1040 solar. So, okay. um, now the 1030 is still fantastic. And if anyone gets their hands on 1030, I do recommend getting right. it. Still awesome. Um, but the 1040, it's just, it's faster. The menus will, I'm not going to call it more intuitive, but like the menus different, right? Right. How the operating system is different, which is why they're not going to take all the 1040 technology and put it into the 1030 because the 1040 is like a different kind of system. Gotcha. So anyway, it so is I fantastic. Hold off. I have the 1030 plus I can hold off. I mean, you're not going to be like, this is amazing. Like, so if you go from just the 10, 1030 plus to the 1040, right? Just the 1040. You'll notice it's faster. Clearly, okay. the menu's a little bit different. You'll notice, like, oh, it does stuff faster. Is it enough to justify the expense? I don't think so. Okay. Like, even for me to go from the 1030 to the solar, like, I just like the solar feature. Okay. And yes, clearly, you pay a premium for a thing that I don't really need, but it is nice to see uh, a charge a, up. That's a big premium for that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It, it, but, um, you know, uh, I held off on other gadgets to yeah. ensure that I could get that one. Fair um, enough. And so, um, uh, but you, uh, you have a bike computer, which leads to, um, did you, when did you get the bike computer? Um, did you start off with the 1030 plus, which was out when you, when you, when, when you did started? I start? No, I started out with, the the edge, the, I think it's a 1030 edge. That's wait, a, wait, the, the, the 1030 edge. And then you went to the 1030 edge plus, right? I think they, they cut out the word edge, and I think it's just plus, 1030 plus. I could be wrong, but I know now I have the plus versus before I had the edge. So the only reason... Ah, uh, okay, all right, okay, yeah. Okay, only reason why I got rid of the edge is because for some reason, um, my rise was not loading the Strava, and it just wasn't working right. I, I'll tell you a funny story about how I got that edge. So I bought it on eBay, right? <laughs> okay. So... I purchased the Garmin, I think it's either the 530 or the 540, a refurbished one, right? 530, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get it in the mail, get you know, it gets delivered. I open the box and the box says 1030 Edge on. And I was like, there's no way these people sent me a 1030 Edge on accident. Mm-hmm. So I opened the box up. And it's literally a 1030 edge in there. Yeah. And I paid for a 530 refurbished, which was a couple hundred dollars cheap, way cheaper than the 1030 edge at, yeah, the, no, that's at a, the time. That's a, that's a good deal. So, I mean, I went on eBay. I gave dude a great rating. Like, hey, <laughs> you're like, an excellent yeah. <laughs> Great service. But, yeah, oh. that's, how, that's how I got the 1030 edge. And I was riding with that for a good while. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, probably had it for about a year. But um, yeah, like I mentioned before, it just wasn't acting right. It wasn't loading the Strava. Okay. So um, 
I noticed that the Plus had went on sale. I had no idea the 1040 was coming out, so that's probably why it went on sale. Yeah. But um, I had a few gift cards, and you know, I had some credits at REI. So I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead we'll and do, do the Plus. Yeah. So okay. I got the Plus, and I can't complain. I mean, it's doing everything it's supposed to do. Okay. Um, yeah, and the 1030, if anyone's got 1030 Plus, it is going to do the job you need to do, provided like there's no software issues, yeah. right? Um, that's awesome. But um, did you immediately sign up for Strava? Like when you got the bike computer, did you, did you already have, did you sign How soon did you sign up for Strava? Um, I think I signed up for Strava as soon as I got the bike computer because when I got when I got my first bike I did not get a bike computer right away okay and I'm not and I didn't want to mount my my cell phone to my handlebars mm, okay yeah, yeah so I mean I was just riding at that point you know wasn't tracking the rides or anything okay I didn't know where I was going because I was always riding with someone they knew where okay, they were they, going okay yeah but um as soon as I got the bike computer that's when I signed up for Strava okay yeah I definitely signed up for Strava um uh did you when did you start do you look at your segments and things like yeah, that yeah of course okay. of course okay. yeah it, believe it or not yeah I talk so bad about the trainer but the trainer taught me how to look at stuff like that mhm um yeah um so you uh so you you're looking at these segments are there any segments that you feel like you try to chase often that like you try to challenge yourself and get PRs or things like that um I see it all the time where people want to, you know, do PRs, PRs and KOMs. I just think I ride much better when I just ride. And okay. Then, you know, I just, I like for that stuff to happen naturally. You know, I try not to chase something. I, I'm the type of just ride. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and Nicola, that's, that's, that's fair. It's your, your method of riding, um, or, you know, riding in general. Um, but yeah, I try to ask because, you know, every so often people's got like a street or something like that, yeah. like or hill, a climb or something like that. Oh yeah, it pops yeah. up all the time. Like, oh, hey, you've done this, you've done mm-hmm. this. Like, awesome. But I'm not the type that, you know, I've done, I did this on this route. So, you know what, when I ride again, I'm going to try to beat that. Okay. okay. So my thing is, I'm just going to ride and I just want to naturally, you know, hit these goals. Okay. Okay. So you're not, you're not thinking about the, the, the to do faster on a particular segment, just right. do better in general. Um, do you take your bike with you on your non-cycling vacations? You're going out of town to see the family somewhere. Or you go, go to work out of town. <laughs> yeah, I do. My wife gets so pissed off. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, um, we go to Virginia Beach a lot because we got family there. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I take my bike all the time when I go out there because it's so flat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, just yeah, love yeah. riding out there because it's so flat. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, that's the great thing about, you know, Garmin is when you sign up, I mean, anytime you get a bike computer, you know, you sign up for the account mm-hmm. and you could just go on, on the account and you could just make a bike route because it automatically highlights all the roads that's mm-hmm. popular to cycle. Yep. So I don't live in Virginia Beach, so I have no idea where I'm going, but right before I get on a ride, I make a route, you know, to highlight the, you know, the, the most popular, popular roads, roads mm-hmm. make a route and never have any problems. And I, Every time I go out there, I take the bike every time. Yeah. Every time. Okay. And a couple of times I've linked with, um, shout out to them, KRT and QRT. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I go out there, I link, you know, with those guys, you know, super cool people, uh, ride with them too. Um, and if you're making routes, have you used Ride with GPS? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I never use that for some reason. Um, uh, so the Garmin, 
Um, the Garmin Connect app is great for, for plotting out the routes because right. it's already got your Garmin connected. Um, and of course, you can plot stuff in Strava. If you're if you're thinking you want to see the popularity of a, an area, Strava is generally your better option. Okay. Because um, somebody may have a Garmin, right? Garmin only has the Garmin popular Makes routes. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know, Wahoo got their own, like, but all of them end up going to Strava. So if you're like, I need to see where people ride, you go to Strava, try to create a route, and it will show you the po- it'll show you your popular your routes, your roads, and the the popular everyone else's roads. Right. If you click a button, it's funny um, you say that though, because um, it's funny I don't have a Trek, but for some he- for some reason I got on a Trek's uh, mailing list in in Virginia Beach, so they'll they'll send me an email saying you know every so often, hey, these are the popular routes in the Virginia Beach area, mm, mm. and then when I click on it, mm-hmm. it goes straight to ride with GPS. Oh, yeah, it goes um, straight to ride with, with GPS. Because ride with GPS. I'm pretty sure is the is the popular one that events will try to use, gotcha. um, and so so Strava would be where you would go to see like the popular roads, but if you were going to create a route, particularly for anyone else to kind of look at, like ride with GPS is like the king of making routes because you can plot the route, you can put little flags on there to be like, this is where the rest stop is, this yeah. is where the start of a hill is. You can put text in there that says like, hey, it's going to be construction on this road, uh. like. Ride with GPS is like fantastic for plotting around. Right. Strava is better for like seeing what's popular, but Ride with GPS is like the king when it comes to plotting a route. Um, and then you can share it to everyone. You can just click the link. Right. You know, you got to worry about what app they got. Um, and in some cases, it can download to your bike computer. Right. You can, oh, you can, you can create a route and ride with GPS. There's a widget on Garmin for the Garmin 1030, and I think for all the routing ones. Okay. That you can like click a button on, so you can save the ride with GPS route in your ride with GPS account, which you can get for free or pay for if you choose. Um, and it'll be like in your saved routes. And then you can go to your Garmin. And when it's connected to your phone, there's a little widget. And you can say, oh, go to the ride with GPS widget. Download. Look at the, the ride with GPS routes that I have. Oh, that's the route I just created. Download it to the, to the bike computer. Gotcha. Without okay. having to like go to your computer and then like connect it to there or do that. You can, it'll connect the, the bike computer will connect directly to ride with GPS okay. and download there. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll give that a, I'll give that a chance. Um, I think the only reason why I've never used it is cause I could, I could never figure out how Strava, I figured that out how to, you know, download it to my mm-hmm. Garmin computer without mm-hmm. hooking it up to mm-hmm. the computer. But for some reason I could never figure it out with ride with GPS, but I'm pretty sure there's a way I figure it out, but um, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, Strava is way better for your, like your ride data, whereas ride with GPS, um, is like the, it's, it's biggest feature is the plotting the routes out, yeah, like, like creating the, the route and, and then sharing gotcha. it to somebody. I will say the elevation profiles are nicer there. Cause you can like, you can look at your ride, you can highlight a segment of your ride right. that you, you know, that went to ride with GPS and it'll show you like how fast you were going gotcha. during whatever segment you highlighted the elevation, like all the details of whatever segment section of your ride you highlight okay yeah you just sold me on it i'm gonna Um, check it out (laughs) but yeah ride with gps is 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 fantastic it has a free option and a paid option um i use it quite often um but either way strava tracking data um (laughs) um uh you started in the pandemic man i can't i can't ask that question 
but I normally ask people like how the pandemic affect your cycling, but you started like, yeah, I mean, in I, the pandemic, yeah, like, that was, that was life you pandemic, knew. So, I mean, it just seemed like during the pandemic, like everyone was cycling, mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. like everyone and their mama was cycling. But, you know, as things start to open up, you don't, you don't see that same commitment to cycling. now. Yeah. People, people can go out to the bars again. Yeah, you know? yeah. So people going back to the gym. So yeah. I, I guess you don't see that commitment because I, I guess before, like, people was hindered from going to the gym because, I mean, they were closed. So yeah. everyone was buying up all the bikes. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember last time I went to the gym. Um, uh, what's your earliest memory of riding a bike? Oh, man. I said, we're going to ask details, but here we are. <laughs> so I used to live in Tacoma, Washington. Okay. Not too far from Seattle. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a military brat. So my dad was in the Air Force. So we used to um, live on this Air Force base, which was pretty safe. Um, every, you know, pe- everyone knew kids, you know, rode bikes around mm-hmm. the area. So it was pretty safe, but. Yeah, I mean, that was my earliest time. Like, we rode our bike everywhere, too. For some reason, we used to ride our bikes, like, miles to this this golf course, and they served food, and we just like to eat lunch there for some reason. I don't know. It was Burger Kings and McDonald's everywhere, but we would always go to the golf course. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But um, at the time, we had mountain bikes, so we were actually going on the trails. They had decent yeah. trails uh, where we were living at. But, yeah, that was probably my earliest memory. I was probably about what? I was in middle school, so whatever age I was in okay. middle school, that was a long time ago. But okay. yeah, that's my earliest memory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, who taught you how to ride a bike? Do you recall? I think I taught myself. <laughs> I think I taught myself. I'm just you know, ride I, this I, thing, I'm the yeah. I'm the oldest out of three siblings. Okay. I mean, um, yeah, out of the three of us, I'm the oldest. So, you know, I didn't have a sibling to teach me. Um, mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, I, I remember my dad, I had a bike that had training wheels on that. I ride that for, rode it for a while. So I wanted a new bike and my, my dad bought me a BMX, but he was like, if you want this bike, no training wheels. Mm, okay. So I was, it was a brand new bike. I'm like, oh man, I really want to ride this bike, but I got to figure it out. So yeah. I just ended up learning on my own. I mean, a couple scrapes and bruises, but I yeah. figured it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, no helmet. No, nah, no, okay. back then, okay. helmets wasn't cool back then. <laughs> but now, and it's crazy, like, I see it all the time. People are still riding without helmets. Mm-hmm. Like, a helmet will save your life. Yeah. Because if I did not have a helmet on two weeks ago, yeah. when I ha- when I made that crash, yeah. when I, I got involved in that crash, I don't think I would be here today talking to you, bro. Helmets are, helmets are great. Yeah, I mean, 25 miles an hour, my head my helmet hit the ground first before everything else and on the concrete that could have been bad very bad if i didn't yeah. have a helmet on yeah that kind of yeah that kind of blow could have definitely been fatal right um yeah but also helmets look cooler you know than than you know 30 some years ago whenever we were kids yeah kind of thing, <laughs> you know um uh what kind of hydration do you take with you i do um what is it? Noon? Oh, really? Yeah, I do the, noon. The tablets? Yeah, I do the tablets. I think I need to get better with that because I notice I could do long rides, 
Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing like an aggressive, fast, long ride, yeah, I will cramp up so bad. So I don't think I properly hydrate. I need to figure that out. Oh, you're going in the stash. What is that scratch? That is scratch. So this is it. That's that's yeah. So that's scratch. Those are single serves. So like um like one bottle like that, right? You just uh-huh. you just water and that's the the drink mix. So you know put water in, throw the throw the mix in. That's about one bottle size worth of worth okay. of scratch. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I need to work on though. Is like my conditioning for for longer rides. So I could do a long ride if it's not going to be aggressive, but if it's going to be an aggressive ride, oh, I'll keep up. But mm-hmm. near the end of the ride, my legs will cramp up so bad. <laughs> like I, I remember- uh, Toward midnight. Yeah, Sorry. toward yeah. midnight, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Jeff, you was riding with Jeff. He yeah. saved my life. <laughs> he saved my life. But um, yeah, we had the summer mashup a, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. guys were moving. They yeah. were moving. Yeah, but um, so mad at myself, but kept up with the group. You know, we were moving. Mm-hmm. I think I had like ten miles left. Mm-hmm. Cramped up, legs locked up, <laughs> hurt so bad. The sag pulled up on me. I'm like, yo, don't touch me, don't touch me right now. <laughs> I threw my helmet on the ground, threw my sunglasses on the ground. Yeah. Um, shout out to D Rad, but D Rad had to help me off the bike. That's how bad it was. My like my legs cramps really bad for yeah. some reason so i need to work on my conditioning my hydration um i need to start hydrating like a couple of days before these <laughs> like aggressive rides because you know i might i might have a beer the night before which is probably not a good idea <laughs> you you won't be the you won't be the only person that, that drinks before <laughs> and or after yeah after, oh i right? definitely drink after after all that suffering oh i'm definitely <laughs> drinking after um uh speaking of which um what is um, after you finish a ride, hard ride, mashup ride, yep. super hard? Uh, what do you want to eat after that ride? Oh man, yeah, uh, something super carby. Like I love pizza. Mm-hmm. I tear some pizza up and beer. I'm like a advocate beer drinker. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like I don't drink the light beers or I drink the stuff that's dark and looks like motor oil. So I drink like <laughs> porters and stouts. And yeah. Everyone's like, how do you drink that? I was like, I, I just yeah, like it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's really a winter beer, but I'll drink it all year round. Yeah. Yeah. I drink it all year round. But yeah, that, I mean, that's my go-to pizza, mm-hmm. beer. Just love it. Pizza is good after a ride. Pizza yes, is really good. Man. Of course. Um, yeah. Okay. I uh, thought I'd ask about what the, what's the thing you want. Um, what events have you done? Like what? Like what? Uh, I know you do all the group rides. Yep. Like what events? What what events and charity rides have you have you done? Um, that you recall. It's so crazy. Like the rides, I really anticipate something happens and I can't go. So the Seagull that was last year, the Century ride we talked about earlier yep. would have been my first Century. I was yep. really looking forward to that. I couldn't mm-hmm. do that. And then I was really looking forward to the One Love in Atlanta that's mm-hmm. coming up, you know, Labor Day weekend. I can't go to that, obviously, because of the injury. But the only one that I really participated out of town, mm-hmm. um, I did the, what is that called? Uh, the one in New York, the... The Five Borough? Yeah, Five Borough. Okay. Five okay. Borough. So, 
if you're a fast rider, that really isn't the ride for you. Mm-hmm. It really isn't because it's so congested. Uh, they said if you want to ride fast, you have to pay for the VIP, which means you're going to start in front of everybody else. But I was like, I'm not paying $400 just to start in front of, everybody, in front of everybody right, yeah, else. Yeah. I'll just figure it out, maneuver through everybody and you know get in the front. But mm-hmm. it was so many people. There's yeah. no way you could do that. Yeah. And then what, what, what was really dangerous about that ride is like when you get to in the route when you get to like a um a deep incline where it's mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's going up yeah people will stop in the middle of the road get off the bikes and walk the walk the bikes up the yeah. all, mm-hmm. up the hill mm-hmm. so when you got guys like like me me and, yeah. uh me and uh Mike Ned we, yeah. we rode mm-hmm. that we rode okay. it together so when you get guys like us that's riding fast right. you, you know all out. these people stopped in front of us you know we're slamming on brakes mm-hmm. slamming on brakes but um I didn't really enjoy that ride but the ride that I really enjoyed was that same weekend we did Central Park Mm-hmm. That Saturday, I think the ride was that Sunday, but yeah. Central Park. Oh man, that was, I love that. Yeah, riding fast. Um, they got designated lanes for the runners and the cyclists. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just enough incline where it's not too crazy, but I mean, it puts you in the mind of West Creek where you're doing laps, but it's just, it's way more scenic. Yeah, it's way more scenic. And after that, after we finished um, Central Park. Um, I got a buddy of mine. He lives in New York. Shout out to Brandon. Um, we just rode through the city uh, yeah. on the bikes. Like we went to brunch. We went to all the big cycling stores out there, and we just had a blast just riding our bikes through the cities. Yeah, I mean, we just had a blast. Yeah, um, yeah. I I had a similar experience with um, uh, at the the fiber bike tour. Yeah. Um, you know, and and just riding through the city itself, like not even the the event, like just riding through the city. Um, is this awesome? So, uh, uh, for anyone listening, I do highly recommend the Fibro Bike Tour. It's a 40 mile ride through New York City, uh, through each one of the boroughs, uh, and they shut the roads down. Yeah. Police are blocking all the intersections. Right. Uh, but I don't recommend going clipped in. If you, yeah, you, we were you, clipped yeah. in. There was a lot of wrecks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Chiron was with us too. So, shout out to Chiron. He was with us too. So, we just all had a blast. But, yeah, again, yeah, don't. Not yeah. clipped in. So if I ever do it again, I'll, I'll probably ride the single speed. But mm-hmm. that stretch where they had the highway closed off, mm-hmm. oh, my God, me and Mike was burning it up. Yeah. <laughs> we was killing it out there. Yeah. Because it opened up at that at that point. Right. Because yeah. we were on the highway, opened up. And, and it was a couple miles where we were on the highway, and we were just killing yeah. it out there. It was so fun, though. That was the only fun part about the ride is when <laughs> we got on the highway part. But. I mean, it's just it's so many sharp turns and it's so congested. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of wrecks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, people that um, they haven't seen their bike in like ten years, you know, kind of thing. Like, yep. let me go do this ride. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> exactly. Everybody with their with their bike. Very scenic, though. I mm-hmm. give it that. Very because you're riding on the bridges and like I got some great footage. I mean, it's very yeah. scenic. But I mean, if if you're a roadie and think you're gonna be doing, you know roadie things out there that is not the ride <laughs> that is not the ride um uh any really memorable rides that you've been on it's like some ride is like man that was well clearly you just started five or bike tour outside no, of that i think last summer um i did the velo velo city and gii north meets south 
Okay. I think that's an annual ride. So my brother lives in D.C., so I go to D.C. all the time. So a buddy of mine that lives in lives in that area that cycles, uh, shout out to Marcus. I hit, I hit him up. was like, hey, you trying to ride? And he was like, yeah, let's do this right here. He sent me the link. I was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So we go out there. I mean... It's a it's it's fifty mile ride, so I mean it's cyclists, all types of cycling teams out there. I mean huge ride, so we go out there and these guys are moving. Yeah. So this is the first time I I really ever did a fast ride where I wasn't with you know with my team with okay you know, with the people you knew. Yeah. yeah most yeah. of the time you know if I'm if I'm doing these big rides and I know we're gonna be riding fast, I always try to you know have a few people with me out there so you know I'm not working right. as yeah. hard you see what I'm saying yeah, so I know you would. this particular event um, me and my guy was out there so I end up going you know out with the fast group and they were moving so that was the first time I experienced riding in the peloton like that by myself with not having you know no right. friends or a team with me so mm-hmm. I think but yeah I mean the adrenaline was pumping um we did 50 miles. Uh, I think elevation was like 19, okay. uh, 1900. Yeah. And we averaged, like when I finished, my Strava said like 22, like almost yeah. 22. But okay. yeah, they, they, were, <coughs> they were moving. They had, <coughs> excuse me, yeah. Super Dave was out there. Everyone knows Super yeah, Dave. Yeah. He was out there riding. I mean, it was just a bunch of hitters out there. And I was pretty proud of myself that, you know, I, I kept up with those dudes. Okay. Yeah. Um. But you still like to do the casual rides. Still like yeah, of course. Yeah, I love the casual rides. Like, I've got to the point now where I'll do any ride. Like, I'm not the type that, you know, if you're a slow rider and you hit me up, nah, I don't want to ride with you because yeah. you ride slow. No, I ride with everybody. I ride with everybody. As long as I'm, you know, out there being active, I ride with anybody. Okay. Awesome. I mean, awesome. It, it depends, you know, what type of ride we're doing. You know, the, it, it depends, you know, what machine I ride. Yeah, 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 so, yeah right. Yeah, there's some, some contingencies in yeah, there. Yeah, but, you know? um, yeah, whatever I do, I try to get a workout. Like, um, uh, I've done the, what is it, the Yawn and Dawn? Yawn and Dawn. Yeah, I've yep. done the Yawn and Dawn with y'all. Um, I'll take the single speed. I mean, it's not a fast ride, but I'll take the single speed out there, but I'm still getting a great workout yeah. because oh, yeah. I'm just riding still on one gear. But, yeah. I mean, I just love cycling so much. I ride with anybody. Okay. <laughs> I ride with anybody. Um, awesome. Um, now, is there something <clears throat> that you would want to tell, you know, 2019 version of you, right? If you could somehow, like, tell yourself something about your, your cycling experience before you got into it, <laughs> like, what would you have wanted to, like, to, to tell oh, yourself? Man. Man? Do better yeah. research. Because <laughs> I've spent thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> thousands of dollars just buying stuff um, mm-hmm. without doing the proper research. But, you know, now I've got to the point where I've actually done research. But if I could go back to the, the future, I would tell myself, please yeah. do your research. Yeah. You do not need that or don't buy the cheap version. You know, get this version because it's a better version. But, yeah, yeah just... I mean, to anybody out there, I mean, just do your research when you buy stuff. Just, I mean, because I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's it's a expensive sport. It, mm-hmm. it really is an expensive sport. So, I mean, unless you got money to waste like that, but do your research. Mm-hmm. Just do your research on stuff. Yeah. Because okay. um, my brother was smart. So I got my brother into uh, cycling. He just recently bought uh, Cervelo from Carytown. He lives okay. in Northern Virginia. Okay. So... 
he was like, yeah, I want a bike like you. I'm like, uh, you don't know if you're going to like the sport or not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't spend that type of money. He told me, I'm going to make myself like it. Okay. I was like, okay. And he, he was like, I want everything that you have on your bike on my bike that I'm, that I'm about to buy because I don't have money to waste on stuff that I don't need versus you know what 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 I need on the bike, mm, okay. so I want okay. everything on the bike that you have. So he did it. He got everything on the bike. So yeah. he power meter, uh, carbon wheels. <laughs> I mean, he got everything on there. There's some there's some logic to just you know getting the, getting the best. Like let me right. get all the stuff right now, yep. as opposed to work my way up to it. But yep. that's that's based on. Knowing you're gonna be committed, like right. I know I'm gonna get into this right. and stay into it, as opposed to like I'm gonna get this expensive bike and hate it in two months or something. Right. Because um, like if he'd have did like me, he would have bought a bike and then, right, a couple months later, yeah, you buy a whole nother bike. bike. Yeah. So with him, at least he could have that stuff for like years until you know whenever he's trying to upgrade. But I mean, he reaches out to me for cycling advice all the time. He sends me stuff, tell him no, don't buy it or yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and get that. Um, yeah, for anyone listening, like there's a lot of info out there, so you can you have all the information, research all the stuff, you know. Uh, so so yeah, but you're researching stuff now. Yeah, you know, researching okay. stuff now. Yeah, awesome. of course, of course. Um, uh, so, uh, well, well, Haywood, um, I I like to thank you for your, for your time. Of course, man. man. Um, of course, you know, I appreciate you you sharing your story, um, and you getting the getting the bikes and everything like that, uh, and and I hope the recovery goes better oh yeah yeah uh, i'll be back every time somebody texts me i'll, I'll text them back I'll, I'll be back and i'll send a little devil emoji smiling <laughs> yeah i'll be back though yeah definitely awesome. Awesome. yeah i appreciate the opportunity bro and i really like what you're doing here this setup yeah i used to dab on the podcast game but mine wasn't as fancy as yours it's all good man it's all yeah, good but yeah you. yeah thank you thank you man and um you know i will i will see you on the road oh yeah definitely definitely definitely